Becky's going to be talking to us this morning. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, um, it's funny, actually. I feel a bit like I want to be back down there. <laughs> but I've got my comfy seat up here instead. Yeah. Um, and uh, thank you so much. Um, Pleasure. I will pray for you before you begin. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Jesus, we just lift Becky up to you now. Lord, we thank you for these, uh, this message that she has prepared, this message that she's going to bring to us. Um, Lord, we just pray that you would bless her as she, as she talks to us. Um, and Lord, we pray that you would bless each person, each word that comes out of her mouth. Um, Lord, that there'll be something in this for everyone and you will touch everybody's heart this morning through Becky. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Good morning, church family. It is it's a pleasure to be here with you again, and um, usually I'm sat on the sofa, so it's quite fun to be here in a different capacity and sharing with you. Um, we kicked off a new series called Things Jesus Said uh, just a couple of weeks ago at St Paul's, and we're continuing with that this week. I'm just going to make sure that I've got this here, and I'm going to um, pop my timer on so that I can stay within the time limit I have set for myself. Uh, because otherwise we could be here all day and um, I, won't, I won't begrudge anyone for turning off. Plus, uh, I'm going out for lunch, so I want to go and do that as well. But things Jesus said. So the very first one of these that I am going to talk to you about is one of the things Jesus said in the Gospels, and it was this phrase, you must be born again. That is the phrase. And so we're going to just have a little think and then discuss about that phrase. It's so well known. And most of these quotes that we're choosing in the Things Jesus Said series, they are well known quotes. But for lots of us, we've, we've grown up hearing these. If you've grown up or been in the church for a while, you've heard these phrases bashed around all over the place. And um, what does it really mean, being born again? What does that phrase, you must be born again, actually mean? What's Jesus talking about? So for a few minutes, I'm going to try and explore that and discuss that with you. So um, sometimes we use the phrase born again as a way to describe being a Christian, to being maybe part of the club, or is it is it a special code for people who read that bit of the Bible. Um, oh, are you born again? Maybe born again. I don't know. It's sort of, it's a funny phrase. And yet we hear it so often that often I realise I haven't really thought about what it meant. Um, so I thought in looking at this phrase, I went back to um, specifically the passage in John 3, where Jesus is chatting with a guy called Nicodemus. And it's in this conversation that Jesus uses the phrase, you must be born again. Um, Nicodemus um, is a guy whose name I always remembered because it sounded like knickers. Um, and that's how I remembered it as a child. I'm really sorry if that's ruined it for you, but um, that will stay with you for some time. Uh, Nicodemus was one of the Jewish leaders. He was an old guy. I mean, not super old, but kind of older than me. And um, he was asking Jesus questions. It was actually part of his job to ask Jesus questions. He was just figure, trying to suss Jesus out. Um, it's not totally clear if he was asking questions trying to trip him up or if he was asking questions because he genuinely wanted to find out more about the message Jesus was bringing at the time. Um, but 
We do hear a little bit about Nicodemus later on in the Gospels, and um, it seems that he was really impacted by this conversation he had with Jesus. So he's asking questions, but it's clear in this discussion that he doesn't really understand what it is Jesus is saying to him, Um, which is not unusual because that happens quite a lot when Jesus is talking to people. Um, If you read your way through the Gospels, there are lots of moments like that. But... Thankfully for us, Jesus does explain what he means when he's having this conversation. Um, And he says to Nicodemus, if you want to fully understand the kingdom of God, you must be born again. And Nicodemus is scratching his head. And so Jesus explains that it means you need to have a new spirit. Um, He's obviously not talking about physically being born again, because that's not possible. And also... um, Well, I just don't really want to think about what that would mean. And particularly for a guy like Nicodemus, who it was a long time since he'd been born. He he would have been very confused about physically how to do that. And Jesus explains it's not physical, but it is about a new spirit. Um, Maybe another way of understanding that would be a new perspective. Jesus is talking about being made brand new having a new perspective, maybe acting in a different way, being a different way, being changed. Um, And as I started thinking more about this idea of what a new spirit is, what a new perspective is, um, I went back to look at Nicodemus's question again. And Nicodemus's question, really, he's asking about what do I need to do? What are you doing, Jesus? All of his questions are about doing. What, what are you up to? What's going on? What are you doing? Um, there's another story. Um, it's a different guy in one of the other Gospels, but he asks, what do I need to do to get to be a part of the kingdom of God? And time and time again, people want to do something to get into the kingdom of God. And what is amazing is actually Jesus isn't talking about doing something. Jesus says, you must be born again. Now, um, when you were born, you probably don't remember it, but when you were born, you didn't have to do anything. Your mum, she had to do quite a lot. Having done the birthing bit as a mum now a couple of times, mum has to work quite hard. But as a baby, you don't have to do anything. You are just born. You just are. And I think that what Jesus is really saying in this statement is it's not a change your ways message. That's not what he's saying to Nicodemus. He's not saying this is an action. This is not something you have to do. What Jesus is saying is this is about a state of being. You must be born again. It's not something you do, it's something you are. It's something you be. I know that's not grammatically correct, but bear with me. Um, Oh, loads of time, loads of time. Um, When God tells us his name in Exodus, so Exodus, rewind back in the Bible quite a lot, Moses asks God, but who are you? What's your name? And God tells us that his name is Yahweh, which translates as I am and then Jesus tells us Jesus is calling us to be being born again is becoming more like God 
and actually that's just being. I, when I started thinking about it that way, the parallel is just beautiful. Jesus isn't calling us to do anything. He's just calling us to be. Um, and as I was thinking about birth, um, I was remembering both of my children's births. And without going into any of the gory detail, because we don't need that on a Sunday morning, um, there is a beautiful moment at the birth of a baby. And many of you will have witnessed it firsthand. Those of you who haven't yet, I, I hope and pray one day you get to. If not, you can watch it on TV. Um, but there is a wonderful moment when the baby has arrived and there is just this moment of calm and of rest and of smiling. It was the only thing I could do when I saw my children, both of them for the first time, all I could do was smile. And I started thinking about the way that God looks at us. And when God looks at us, he takes us into his arms and he has the most amazing smile on his face. And there is a moment of embrace and of peace. When a baby is born, all they want, all they are looking for is that moment of peace of being embraced by their parent, embraced by the person who they've been inside for the last nine months. That's their safety, that's their place of security. And in the same way, that's who and where and what Jesus is calling us to be. He's calling us to be in that moment, surrounded by smiles, surrounded in the peace of his embrace. When Jesus says, you must be born again, I think that's the moment he's calling us into. Not into an action, not into a long list of things you must do in order to be a Christian. He's calling us into a moment of intimacy, into a moment of being a child of the King into a moment of knowing our Father in a place of intimacy, when there is the most enormous smile on his face, not because you've done anything, but simply because you are there in his arms. And I don't know whether your first experience of knowing, knowing God and your relationship with him, I don't know whether that started 70 years ago or seven seconds ago and it may not have started yet but the moment that God is calling you to time and time and time again is that moment of intimacy of closeness of just simply being with your father under his smile in his embrace knowing that peace and that closeness um, and I think that there, there's, a, there's a bit of a challenge in there for us. In fact, I've written down in brackets, there's always a challenge. Anytime Jesus says anything, there's always a challenge. And I think the challenge with this one is to ask ourselves the question, what, what does it look like to simply be in the presence of God, in the knowledge of his smile, in the peace of his embrace, what does that look like in our lives? Not striving to do anything, but simply to be in his presence. So that phrase again, you must be born again. 
I think the emphasis is on the be. Let's be in God's presence today. We're going to just take a moment and then I'm going to pray for you as you receive that word from God this morning. Father, we thank you so much for the challenge that Jesus gave us. Not to do anything, but simply to be born again. To be your child. And Father, for those of us who have walked a walk with you for a long time and who have perhaps used that phrase born again time and time again we thank you right now for a reminder of where you call us to be of who you call us to be and father for anybody listening right now who has yet to discover that place of intimacy with you. I pray for them right now that they would find that this morning. That they would discover your smile, the peace of your embrace as the simplicity of simply being your child is revealed to them. Jesus, as we go about our week this week, we ask that you would remind us simply to be in your presence, not to strive to do anything, but simply to be and to know that you are our Father and that you are with us. Thank you, Father God. We praise you for Jesus, for all that he said for all we can learn from it. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you would be with us every minute of every day. And we glorify you this morning. Amen.